Welcome to the Art Topic Podcast. Phone a priest and break out your holy order. This week we're venturing into the underground. The paranormal mysteries that defy science and captivate our nightmares. My name is Brett and this ghoul in front of me is Luke. Hey. Let us take you on a ride through the depths of hell to the mysteries that may or may not go bump in the night. Apparitions aside, this time we're here for the weird and unexplainable. The things that separate fact from fiction and leave you questioning what's real and what's horror. Kind of. Things might be a hoax, things might not be, but they're still cool stories to start off with. Very cool stories. Luke, as a self-proclaimed expert in horror, what would freak you out more? Unusual sounds or unusual sightings? Sounds. I agree. The mystery of a sound is very, very creepy, dude. And I think your brain's kind of makeup when it comes to sounds like what is that this is definitely some little gremlin coming after me it also i suppose depends on what you're seeing because if i'm lying in bed and i hear a really weird sound that scares me more than anything but then again if i saw a face looking at me through the window (laughs) i'd probably be equally scared so valid point so probably very situational and very kind of in the moment Mm. um where i live it is a very old building and a very badly built building in terms of the structure of the roof, which means sounds are amplified crazy amounts. <laughs> when it's windy or when there's anything like that, I can hear a ton of sounds. When I first moved in, it was crazy. I couldn't sleep for like two days because you come from a normal house. Yeah. It's like nice and quiet. You might hear like a car outside and it's all good and well. And you kind of like sit there and you've got creatures outside and you've got the roof making noises. I've got, a, I've got a very similar situation. This this house of mine is quite old. And well, it's a, a lot of wood and like old plaster and whatever it is. So creaks. And there's especially this this floor. Yeah, there's a lot of expansion and contraction throughout the night. Yeah. And every now and then you just hear a boom. And you're like, <laughs> what the heck was that, man? Especially when you're not used to it. Yeah. And you're not expecting it. Um, <laughs> so it makes things very interesting. It makes things very, very freaky. Uh, but... I don't know if it's more sounds or more sightings, but I kind of want to take you guys through a sighting, which I don't know, is a little bit freaky to me as well, uh, but you can make up your own mind. I just want to take you through the life of Maria Gomez Camara. So the year is 1971. It's a dreary day in August and Maria is on her hands and knees scrubbing her kitchen floor. She'd been scrubbing for some time, but the stained concrete floor didn't change. Well, it did, but... Not in the way that she wanted. The stain first appeared a few days prior, but slowly grew in size. The stain changed shape as the days went on, and eventually, to her and her family's horror, it started to form what looked like a woman's face. After her failed attempts at scrubbing the face away, her husband and son picked up a pickaxe and proceeded to dig up the floor below. A new floor was eventually thrown, with the thought that the horrors were over. The only problem was... The horrors weren't tied to the floor. They were tied to the home. And only a few days later, the ghostly face was back. I've got chills. So this is the house in Belemez in Spain. Word had spread around the town and attracted hordes of people, all wanting to see the house of faces. Locals requested the demolishment of the house, saying it was cursed and needed to be destroyed. This was denied by the mayor, and instead of demolishing the house, he requested that the floor be dug up and be studied. Further excavations were done, and bones were discovered beneath the floor. Now, this is where the story becomes a little bit all over the place. 
Sources vary on the actual events, but this is what is believed to be true. The bones that were discovered seem to be part of multiple skeletons, some even headless. These bones dated back to the 13th century, and according to historian documents, the house was actually built over a cemetery. But the cause of death remains a mystery. The bones were eventually removed and given a proper burial. After the ordeal, the floor was eventually replaced, but once again the faces returned. Maria's home became known as La Casa de la Cares, which means the house of faces. By Easter of 1972, the home was attracting hundreds of tourists, and the various floors that had been dug up were now displayed for all to see. To this day, you can travel to Palomés in Spain to see the faces. It even has a five-star rating on TripAdvisor. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's kind of cool. There are a couple of reviews, uh, but only on the Spanish TripAdvisor site. I have no idea what they say. The English site has nothing. Uh, but yeah, it's got five stars. I'm just all glad the pictures this, are up there. I'm just glad this isn't one of those those ones where it's like the face of, of Mary, Mother Mary. Oh, everything. yeah. I was, that's where I kind of thought you were going with this topic. The Mother Mary's face appeared in the floors. <laughs> I'm sure some probably tried to get some kind of likeness to that. Basically, I mean, what, what is that like piece of toast that had Jesus yeah. on it? Yeah, you know, something like that. <laughs> it's always like that, man. This, the end of my tea looks like whatever Mary's Yo, face. What, what's the thing of like Harry Potter where you drink the teas yeah, and the, the end of it? The tea leaves. The tea leaves, yeah. yeah. No, this is a little bit more interesting. Luke, I'm going to give I you think. some juicy stuff. I'm not going to give you this half-baked <laughs> piece of toast, okay? <laughs> Now, let me just go through all of the claims as well as the hoax aspect, which a lot seemed to call out. Skeptics at the time believed that the faces were uh, purely created for monetary gain. Um, in an era where haunted houses were becoming a bit of a tourist hotspot, a desperate enough family could create the illusion of paranormal to gain financial uh, worth. The skeptics said they believed that the faces were made up of a mixture of vinegar and like a soot. Uh, and in 1933, the results of one of the tests done uh, came back and it appeared that the substances used up in the stain contained lead, zinc, and chromium. At the time, lead and chromium were popular ingredients in paints, uh, but this was later debunked in a 2014 investigative journalism TV show called Cuarto Milenio, which just means fourth millennium. I don't know. It makes no sense. <laughs> I always wondered, like... With those, okay, obviously I understand the, the large scale, our hotel is haunted, everyone wants to come stay in the hotel. Yeah. But if it's like a residential place, how are they making money out of this? Well, they changed it into a museum and paid money I mean, for- I suppose you did say yeah. that, yeah. But now like, I don't know, I, I get the religious ones. That's why there's so many faces of Mary everywhere because people want these people to come here and then pay donations for religious I mean, reasons. There's large like, sums of money paid for those yeah. um, so-and-so-called faces. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really see it because in, in all fairness, she pretty much lost her home in a way because now you have hundreds of people, uh, even after she died. I mean, this was 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. She's still, people are still going there and it's still a thing. But, and now it's a part of the village. It's not really a part of her family anymore. And it's almost become a bit of a, uh, a landmark. I'd love to see what happens now then. If they took up the floorboards and they have no one living there, is the face going to come back? Apparently after her death, the face has stopped changing. Okay. So... Ooh, I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, it does add a little bit to the <laughs> to the theory. So apparently the faces stopped changing when she died, uh, but the faces that she saw are still there today. 
So okay. you can go there. You can check them out. I'll actually put up photos on uh, our Instagram at uh, Otopic Podcast. You go check them out. But whether or not they're because of her or something like that, that's really weird. I mean, the investigative journalism TV show that I spoke about, they took samples um, and they extracted the, the actual substance and they concluded that the images weren't made up of a paint. Uh, they said uh, that their scientific knowledge and techniques in, in the analysis of these had no external manipulation or elements in the faces. So nothing that they could see was done prior to make the faces. Okay. They, can't, they can't think of anything. They can't see. Some claim that they could see the brush strokes and that the bristles of the hair. They saw none of that. He also tried to reproduce the faces using similar techniques and a variety of other methods, including concrete solvents, uh, but finally admitted defeat. The exact truth behind the faces is still unknown to this day. According to psychics, the faces are a product of photography. Photography. Photography, which is the ability to burn images from one's mind onto a surface. Okay. That's a cool power to have. It's amazing. Apparently, photography is what the person used in the ring to embed the image onto the videotapes okay because photography it's more common in photographs and uh, actual tape so that's the whole premise i didn't know that it's Mm. actually really interesting that was the whole premise of the ring was that this whatever this creature was that 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 ring chick was yeah uh was actually the embedment of that whole scene on the videotape which then makes her come on tv and all that this kind of makes me think of that what was that movie with um, that guy? Very descriptive, I know. <laughs> the other guy was like, blow shit up with mind. And he keeps staring oh, at his pineapple uh, Accepted. Yeah, 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 accepted. Oh, I love that. I actually watched it quite recently. <laughs> yeah, that's photography in a way. He's using his more for demolition than actually drawing paintings on the floor, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so according to others, this is just a simple case of uh, pareidolia. And I mean, we've spoken about this before. Pareidolia is the tendency for someone to see familiar objects in unusual images. So I've got this pretty bad because I recently um, lifted up all the carpets off my floors. Oh, yeah. And there are a lot of knots in the wood oh, of my yes. floors. I'm seeing faces everywhere and it's <laughs> creeping me out a little bit. You know Maltese poodles? Yes. And they've got like the little button noses yeah, and the two eyes. Yep, yep. And wherever there's a collection of three knots in a board, it's a Maltese poodle. So look <laughs> out there. There's one right there, Brett. That's so true. <laughs> We used to have a roof that was the same, and I always saw Sid from our age. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of that. Now I can't stop looking at the floors. <laughs> yeah, the floors ruined. Ruined for me. I'm getting rugs. So uh, pareidolia is most common with people seeing faces and apparently Maltese poodles. And it is also a phenomenon where people can hear messages or voices when songs are played backwards. So that all falls under the pareidolia kind okay. of effect. I didn't know that was pareidolia. Yeah, well. I didn't either, but apparently it's all bundled together. I still remember being a, a kid and, and listening to Stairway to Heaven. Oh, right? yes, playing backwards. backwards. And then the weird guy's like, if there's a brushel in your headroom. <laughs> okay, I sound like Kermit. <laughs> so the pareidolia theory is a fair one to assume, but the one face does look a little bit too perfect to be pareidolia. Mm. Um, and that's the most common one. It It, it looks like... Uh, what you can imagine those very, very old paintings of a mid-century like housewife with the really, really hectic combed hair to the side yeah. and, and kind of put back with the 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 the, the harsh shirt up to the neck, the button collar, and all yeah. that, the collar and all that. Uh, but again, I'll put on the Instagram, go check it out. The others are a mixture of kind of weird kids and one looked like a young girl with a nightgown on, but they are a little bit more smudged. And I mean, I can see how they saw that. 
But when you look at the faces uh, in, in the room, they're so small. Yeah. And there's so much around the faces that you kind of like, when it's isolated, you're like, oh, that's a face. But like yeah. in the whole thing, it's like. Well, I mean, it, um, it kind of just sounds that like they have a really bad damp problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also true. So that is the faces of Bellames, um, which is very, very cool. And I mean, it's definitely something to add if you ever want to go to Spain and go check some stuff. That's cool. Because they've left the house exactly how it was. Nothing's changed. The floor that was uh, kind of chipped up for the mayor is there in the corner. Uh, obviously not the one that they first destroyed yeah. because obviously it was destroyed with a pickaxe. Mm -hmm. So go check them out. I mean, you can also go online and check the pictures um they're very cool i'll also try and put this thing up on our uh, website we can go check it out as well oh link trip advisor go check it out it's <laughs> very cool <laughs> <Link Trip Advisor. laughs> oh man so luke give me some spooky stuff man brett today i'll be talking about the siberian hellhole i like siberia do you? I like doing stories in Siberia. Yeah, it's we kind did, of a mystery. We did that that whole um, uh, isolation thing, and there was mm. a Siberian forest. I don't know. I love that topic. So Siberia is like a weird foresty, icy, cold Russia. They I don't call know. it forest tigers, which is also very weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Let's go. Elaborate. <laughs> so, forty odd years ago, somewhere deep in Siberia, a team of engineers led by a project leader, Mr. Azakov, were taken to an unknown remote location far from modern civilization. It is here the engineers were told to start drilling into the earth. The aim was to dig a borehole or a well, and to do this they would need to penetrate many kilometers deep through frost and soil. The men kept drilling and drilling with the borehole machinery. One kilometer, two kilometer. This continued until they hit 14 kilometers down. Wow. They kept going, but it wasn't long until out of nowhere they were met with an intense rush of heat and their drill bit began spinning violently out of control, almost as if it was drilling into nothing. At 14.4 kilometers down, the men had opened up some sort of large cavity, which was emanating heat. The men stared down in disbelief, but couldn't see all that far. What they did notice, however, were some faint sounds, almost whispers, coming from the hole. Determined to solve this enigma, Mr. Azakov called out to one of his men, demanding he procure an extremely heat-tolerant microphone, some temperature sensors, and some recording equipment. After some time, he received the equipment, and the men went to work. They set up a pulley system and load all the equipment down into the hole. The recorded temperatures were rapidly on the rise, until they reached the cavity, and a whopping 1,000 degrees Celsius was recorded. What? Crazy. Yeah? They also began recording audio from the cavity, which would be written to an audio tape. They pulled all of the equipment out of the hole and put the recording into a playback device. Men were anxious and excited at what they were about to discover. Not long after hitting the play button, their faces collectively dropped. The atmosphere turned cold, and the men looked at each other in shock and disbelief. What they heard that night could not be explained. Deep in the cavity they had dug were screams of pain and torture, an endless cacophony of pain, wailing out from what sounded like many individuals. Here's a clip of what they heard. Be advised, this does sound a bit disturbing.
if that was me, I would freak the hell yeah. out. I don't think I'd even be on site anymore. I think I would just probably leave. <laughs> like, bye. Oh, I'm gonna go kill myself again. <laughs> what have we unleashed? <laughs> you gotta stay with hell. I'm gonna go that way. <laughs> wow, that was freaky. So that clip actually ended up making it onto the news as well. Uh, if you want to call it news, and there's sort of a bit of a public outcry and freak out over this whole event, which I can quite imagine. So, Brett, that is the story of the Siberian hellhole, aka the well to hell. But do you want to know the real kicker? The most shocking thing of all. Tell me. It's absolutely fake. I can imagine. And to be honest, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. Boring, I know. A portal to hell doesn't actually exist. Shocker. The fact is that no such hole was ever found. Nobody named Mr. Azakov was ever found either. Nor was this recording ever found until years later when the story started making the rounds online and through sort of the media, which we'll get into now. So... Where did it actually come from then? Well, around the same time of the story, Russia actually was drilling an incredibly deep borehole. In 1984, Russia was attempting to dig the world's deepest borehole as an experiment and got down to about 12 kilometers. This hole is known as the Kola Hole and does actually exist. However, unsurprisingly, there's no giant hot cavity. And I mean, come on, that only happens up to 14 kilometers. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) And no tormented screams of the eternally damned. To be honest, I was really also assuming that the 14 kilometer thing was part of the hoax, but 12 kilometers deep. is still insanely deep. Yeah. I mean, I, at the time of reading, I was like, oh, okay, 14 kilometers, kiff. Then like I started to think, 14 kilometers that down. That is far. That is ridiculously far. Insane. I think this, this one in Russia, the 12 kilometers is the world's deepest hole. Or well, at the time, anyway, it might be new now. Didn't really research the world's deepest borehole, sorry. But, um, it's pretty damn deep. Nobody really knows how the story of this actual event transformed into the world to hell. But it's believed to have been some sort of Christian propaganda, actually. In 1989, the show called Trinity Broadcasting Network, a very Christian-orientated TV show, aired the story along with the recording and named the segment Scientists Discover Hell a shrewd attempt at associating scientists with the devil, as scientists are often seen as anti-religious to the devout Christian. As for the recording, it appears to have been faked. Some audio files debunked it and proved that it was just a looping screaming sound, most likely sampled from another old movie, as well as some other artifacts kind of thrown in on, on top of it. And there you have it. I mean, turns out our world to hell was not very helly. No, not at all. To be completely honest, when you when you told me what you were going to be doing and... For those of you at home, Luke really held this back, I think, <laughs> to hold the suspense of that intro. <laughs> I really thought that he was actually going to be talking about something which I'd heard about called the door to hell. The door to hell is actually something in Turkmenistan, not in Siberia. And it is also apparently due to people digging for some sort of well. So there's a little bit of a... Is this the one that's also known as the, the well from hell? Sorry, the one I'm thinking of is in Yemen. Oh, okay. And that's called the Well of Hell. Oh. Which is, I think it's actually a naturally occurring massive hole in the ground, which yes. goes exceptionally deep. So mine is in uh, Turkmenistan, has been burning for the past 40 years. But the reason behind this one was they accidentally tapped into a natural gas formation under the ground. And over the years, it's kind of been caving in. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't stopped burning. Um, you can go there today. There's a ton so of photos. So it's like a slow release of gas. Just Yes. 
So it, it's almost like a, con- a constantly smoldering hole. Yeah, like a pit, yeah. Um, which is I've, freaky as hell. I've seen the pictures of it online, but I didn't know it was actually gas. I yeah. it must have been. What else could it have been? Yeah, exactly. Um, so the hole is about 70 meters in diameter. And it was because uh, they were trying to drill and the drilling rig actually collapsed the edge of it. And also in 1971. What the hell happened in 1971? <laughs> Man, people uh, love yeah. digging holes back then. Clearly. And also there was some creepy shit happening then. It must have been quite like butt-clenching to be the first guy to light these gases on fire in the hopes of getting rid of them, you know? Like, yeah, I'm going to throw this match into this poisonous gas and hope that it doesn't explode in my face. Like, <laughs> and then never stop burning. <laughs> There's such a big leap from, you know, the sort of realistic and actual event of drilling that borehole down to, uh, in a separate event, people drilled 14 kilometers down and they found <laughs> hell. Like, what are they trying to do? Is it yeah. someone's attempt at getting us to stop digging? Or like, <laughs> what do they think we would find? <laughs> the government is secretly hiding um, basically a lot of treats down in the <laughs> hole. And if you go far enough, you'll find them. <laughs> government treats. Yeah. It, it, it is good people fillers. It's like getting clicks on YouTube back it, in the day. It's, it's, it's clickbait. Channel. It's news clickbait. And I mean, all you have to do is name Siberia, Hole, Hell, Screams. Yeah. And even I would watch that or read <laughs> that or whatever. I'd make a movie out of that. Yeah. It's, and I mean, funny enough, this Trinity Broadcasting Network is, a, is an American TV show. Oh, It's not even really? Siberian or, or Russian, no. So I don't know how they picked up the story. I think... Then again, at the time, American propaganda against Russians. So maybe there's a connection there. Don't go to Russia. That's where hell is. Hell's hell's in Russia, guys. We're America. We're great. We only have the Holy Trinity. Uh, Russia has the hell hole. (laughs) Well, it kind of seems like Russia and that whole old Soviet style play. Everything's on fire and in holes. (laughs) Cold yet burning. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I don't know why. I just love all things Siberian myth. Mm. They, they, uh, maybe it's because a lot of it's unknown and they've got so much of their, I'm pretty sure the, the same portion of the ocean that hasn't been investigated is the same as the Siberian <laughs> wilderness. <laughs> Don't quote him on that stuff. <laughs> no, 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 it's definitely incorrect, <laughs> but still, that's what it feels like. So from the faces of Belemez to the fires of Siberia. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you had fun. I hope you learned some new spooky, real cool things. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. And actually, true talk, my Siberian hellhole was the first time I'd ever heard of that legend. Wow. And that's rare for me. That is very rare. You see, these are Sometimes the Sometimes I like to pretend that I haven't heard the topics we speak about <laughs> before, but this was actually one of the ones I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I think this one was definitely a little bit new for me too. Uh, I'd heard of it, never did any research. Also... Not much on it, Hmm. uh, which made me dig a lot deeper, which is actually very, very cool. Um, Unfortunately, it does bring up, I mean, I I read three different accounts. Two of the accounts, uh, one source was 100% legit. Uh, The other two accounts completely screwed up the name of the people that lived in the (laughs) house, as well as a few other facts. (laughs) So Yeah, I also had a couple of different sources where they called Mr. Azakov different things, or Mr. Azakov was Mr. Asakov, Mr. Azkov. It was all weird. So I just went with the most common one, which is Azakov. It throws all the credibility straight out the window. Um, but it's the sec- still fun. The second I saw two sources with a different name, I was like, this guy clearly does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, it, it makes researching these topics so much fun. Um, but yeah, we really hope you guys enjoyed it. And I mean, go do your own research. As we say every episode, there's so much more out on these things. And make up your own decisions. Make up what you think happened. Uh, obviously, this is our opinion on things and is what we think. If you 100% think that the um, the faces of Bellemez are real, good on you, man. Let us know. Or well, if you believe there's a hole to hell somewhere in Siberia. Same or anywhere thing. else let us know we'll cover another topic <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you do have anything uh, that you want to talk us at with uh, you can catch us at uh, community at artopicpodcast.com which is our email address you can also find us on social media Instagram Twitter Facebook YouTube at artopicpodcast also got a website uh, you can catch us there we'll put up probably both our stories because they actually are both interesting things and there's not much out on them so i think we'll be adding to the community in that way which is oddtopicpodcast.com and we mentioned this in our last episode and i just want to iterate it again if you have any kind of stories or creepy things that have happened to you creepy interesting wild wonderful let us know we want to do a user submission episode where we will kind of um chat to you about things that have happened to you and actually bring them into the episode you can send us a little script we'll read it for you you can send us a voice note uh with you talking about the stuff um we'll put it into the episode i mean it'll be a cool thing to try out we don't quite know when we're going to do it but hopefully it'll be soon yeah uh within definitely within the next couple of episodes uh we might even make it the season finale episode so we're really keen for that and if you guys have anything like that please let us know um but yeah that's it for us today Uh, and as usual stay fresh stay freaky Bye. bye